Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Bible Reading and Coffee Drinking Podcast. Today, I'm excited to read and share with you some of my thoughts on another chapter of the Bible. If you haven't yet, please visit my website at livingchristian.org. There you'll find Bible verse lists, Christian blogs, and a whole lot more. Be sure to check out the apparel store and use the exclusive code PODCAST20 to get 20% off your entire order. So whether you're a longtime follower or a brand new listener, I hope you find something valuable in this video. If you do, I appreciate a rating and review right here on the podcast page. It helps me get the word out. All right, let's get going on the new episode. All right, good morning, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining me here on another uh, edition of the Bible Reading and Coffee Drinking podcast slash Instagram Live slash YouTube video, wherever you're watching it. Uh, that's where we're going to be today. So we're live on Instagram every Monday and Friday morning. Uh, if you want to join us live, uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast or on YouTube afterwards, uh, check us out on Instagram and uh, watch us live as we read these uh, Bible verses every Monday and every Friday. So normally on the Bible Reading and Coffee Drinking Podcast, I read an entire chapter of the Bible, and then we answer some questions at the end. We talk about it along the way and drink a little bit of coffee along the way. But we uh, we usually do that. This, ta- uh, this day, we're going to do something a little bit different. So I'm going to be reading Bible verses specific to hope and encouragement. Right? I'm feeling a little, the world's a little uh, crazy right now. I think we could all use a little hope and encouragement. It's uh, it's it's kind of discerning when you watch the news or, or go outside or look at our society, uh, and it's troublesome. I am uh, I've been you know I'm old, uh, so I'm old enough to know when how things have changed across the the decades of my life. I actually turned fifty this week, uh, so uh, that's exciting slash terrifying. But uh, so I'm old enough to know and be around at different stages of my life to where I needed hope and encouragement to kind of get through the situations that I was dealing with. So if you're dealing with a situation uh, in your life right now that you're struggling with, maybe you're struggling with your faith a little bit, maybe you're struggling with looking outside, watching the news, turning on the internet, going on social media, and just not finding the hope of what is happening out there, and just maybe losing a little bit of your hope and needing some encouragement, uh, this is what uh, we're going to be doing today. I want to read a few uh, Bible verses uh, to kind of give you hope and encouragement. So I'll probably, I'll specifically lay on the first one's going to be 1 Thessalonians 5, 11. So go ahead, if you're watching this live, flip to your Bibles, or if you're listening to it, flip to your Bibles on 1 Thessalonians 5, uh, 11. Mine is page 1592, it's towards the back. It's one of Paul's letters. All right, this is one of the last Paul's letters, actually. And so this is his last kind of final advice that he's giving. So I'm going to read verse 11. I'm probably going to read one or two around that. Uh, just to give us some context, okay? So let's start with 9 on this one. 1 Thessalonians 5, 9. For God chose to save us through our Lord Jesus Christ, not to pour out His anger on us. Christ died for us, whether we are dead or alive. When He returns, we can live with Him forever, which is interesting. Now, here's the one I want to hit on that I have highlighted in my Bible. So encourage each other and build each other up, just as you are already doing. But Paul is giving us the advice to encourage one another and build each other up. Why? Because God chose us to save us through Jesus. And Jesus died for us. So whether we're already dead or alive, when he comes back, we can be with him. We can live with him forever, Paul says. So that's why we should encourage one another. That's why we need to build each other up. That's why we need to tell people about Jesus. Because God saved us. Through Jesus Christ. All right, the next one, we're going to go back to the Old Testament. 
And this is going to be Isaiah 40. So flip back to the Old Testament, and right around the midpoint, mine's going to be right around page 900. So uh, Isaiah 40, verse 31. So flip through that. Sorry, it's going to take me a second to get to my uh, Bible. Uh, Isaiah 40, verse 31. Mine is on page 942. So I'll give you guys a second to flip to that. 31. Sorry, I said 32. I meant 31. All right. Uh, so we're going to read a, a couple of uh, uh, verses ahead of time. All right. Um, verse, let's say thir- 29. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Even youths will become weak and tired, and young men will fall in exhaustion. This is the key one, verse 31. But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and grow weary, and not grow weary, excuse me. They will walk and not faint. So if you trust the Lord, He will give you the strength, because He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. Maybe you're not feeling very strong today. Maybe you're feeling weak in this world. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe something's happened in your life. Maybe you lost a loved one. I don't know what you're dealing with in your life right now, but you, we all feel weak sometimes. We all feel powerless. And even going back to what I was talking about with the politics and the world going on, you know, sometimes we feel powerless. There are other people that are controlling things of what we're doing. That's Isaiah 40, verse 31. Let's flip just ahead. Okay, is that Isaiah 43, verse 2. So just a few pages. 43, 2. So mine's only two pages back. Mine's on page 944. I'll give you guys a second to uh, flip to Isaiah 43, verse 2. All right. Uh, we're going to start halfway through verse 1. This is a, a quote where... We're talking to Jacob. It says, by now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. All right, so Isaiah, we're talking to Jacob, but we can relate it to our life as well. Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. Ransomed you. I'm going to stop there. I want to get to verse 2. But what do you think we mean? What God means when he says he ransomed you? What does ransom mean? That means you're paying a price for somebody. Right. Let's think of a kidnapping. Somebody's taken hostage. Somebody's been taken against their will, and they're living in a place they don't want to be in. And, and you're being ransomed so you can get you back. So God ransomed you. What price did He pay? Think about what happens in the New Testament with Jesus. Jesus's life was ransomed for yours. Powerful. All right. I've called you by my by name. You are mine. Verse two is the one I love. When you go through deep waters. I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned. The flames will not consume you. Don't we all need a kind of a, a uh, the armor of God surrounding us? Uh, uh, you know, occasionally, maybe all the time. God is the one that can protect you, whether it's through deep waters. Rivers of difficulty, fire of oppression, the flames that are not consuming you. God is telling us that he will protect us at whatever this world can throw at us. There will be rivers. There will be fires. There will be deep waters in your life. God will help you get through them. Awesome. All right, let's flip to um, uh, Psalm 31, 24. That's halfway through the Bible. 
So in case you were wondering, Psalm is pretty much in the in the directly the middle. So we're gonna go to Psalm 31. Mine is on page 740 or so. Uh, so 31, 24. And we're gonna read 23 and 24. If that's okay. Uh, sip of coffee and we'll keep going. All right. Uh, Psalm 31, 23, and 24. Love the Lord, all you godly ones, for the Lord protects those who are loyal to him, and he harshly punishes the arrogant. This is the verse that we need to memorize, 24. So be strong and courageous, all you put, all who put your hope in the Lord. So if you put all your hope in the Lord today, if you've given your life to Jesus Christ, he wants us to be strong and courageous. Why? Because if you go back to 23, for the Lord protects those who are loyal to him. God loves us. Okay? God loves us and he, he's going to protect us. But he wants us to be strong and courageous when we do it. Okay? All right, let's uh, flip through now. We're going to go back to the New Testament. Sorry, this is kind of going back and forth. This is fun for me. Uh, 2 Corinthians. So it's back to Paul's letters. So this is the Church of Corinth. 2 Corinthians 1, 3 to 4. All right, so mine's on page 1534. May take you a second to flip back there if you're uh, flipping along and reading along with me. So I'll have a sip of coffee while you find it. This is another one of Paul's letters, as I mentioned, to the Church of Corinth. One and, uh, what did I say? One and two? No, three and four. Sorry. I'm going to back up to two because I love two. May God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Verse three. All praise to God, the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. He comforts us in all in our trouble, troubles, sorry, so we can comfort others. When we when they are troubled, we'll be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. <clears throat> so this is important from a hope and encouragement standpoint, is God is our merciful Father and the source of all comfort. Now, what does he want us to do there? He comforts us in all of our troubles so we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we'll be able to give them the same comfort God has given us. So if you are comforted by God, let's say that you have given your life to Christ and you're, you're feeling empowered and protected by Him. You're still going to deal with troubles. Christians still deal with problems. But what, are, what is He commanding us to do? Go give comfort to other people. So from a hope and encouragement standpoint, I encourage each one of you guys to go back and try to comfort other people. All right, that was 2 Corinthians 1, 3-4. Now let's read just a couple of more, and then we'll take some questions, all right? Uh, let's go, while we're here in the New Testament, let's go to John, one of the Gospels. Got to go to John. Let's go to 14. 14.27 is what we're going to read. And that is on doo, 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 doo. Uh, 1427 on page 1416 on mine. So 1416, 1418. All right, so let's uh, let's read uh, 27. I am leaving you with a gift. All right, this is Jesus' words, in case you're wondering. This is in the Gospel of John. This is now Jesus encouraging his disciples. I am leaving you with a gift. Peace 
of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Remember what I told you. I am going away, but when I, I will come back to you again. If you really loved me, you would be happy that I'm going to be my father who is greater than I am. So let's focus on 27 for a second. I am leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. So this is what Jesus is leaving, so to speak. He's going to go be with the Father. And what is he giving the disciples? What is he giving us as he ascends into heaven? Peace of mind and heart. What did Jesus give us to provide us with a peace of mind and heart? He gave us the Holy Spirit. Okay? He gave us the Holy Spirit. And what does the Holy Spirit give us? Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. Let's talk about that for a second. <clears throat> Man, we try to find peace everywhere in this world. All the wrong places. People are looking for peace in drugs and alcohol and sex and video games and the internet and TV and everything else other than who can provide the peace of mind and heart, which is God, which is the Holy Spirit through Jesus Christ. Right? That is John 14, 27, 28. So, if you are not feeling peaceful today, if you're feeling chaotic in your life, and you're looking for peace of mind and heart, the only place you're going to find it is when you totally give your life to Jesus Christ. And you're baptized in the Spirit, with the Holy Spirit, so He can be with you as you go about your day. That's the only place you're going to find peace of mind and heart. If you're looking other places, you're not going to find it, I promise you. But you'll find it there in the Holy Spirit. All right, uh, let's go to what we're, let's just stay in John. Let's flip over a couple of pages in John 16, verse 33. And then we'll read a couple more and then we'll take a couple of questions, okay? So John 16, verse 33. Mine is on page 1419 for those who are reading along. And mine is highlighted uh, in my Bible. Uh, let's read 32. Let's go back one verse in 32. But the time is coming, Jesus asked, do you finally believe? He's talking to his disciples. But the time is coming, indeed, it is here now, when you will be scattered, each one going your own way, leaving me alone. Yet I am not alone, because my Father is with me. This is Jesus' words. I have told you all of this, so you'll have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart, because I have overcome this world. So this is Jesus' words. Tying into what he just said in John 14. He's saying in John 16 that I have told you all of this. I mean, he, he's, he's kind of told them all about what's going to happen, about the Holy Spirit, trying to get them to understand what's happening and what's going to happen next in their lives. They're going to be scattered, as he's talking about in verse 32. I have told you all of this, so you can have peace in me. And how do we get peace? We just talked about that in 14. You get peace of mind and heart through accepting Christ and have the Holy Spirit inside of you. So he's told his disciples, he's telling us all of this so that we can believe in Christ and have peace in him. Now, doesn't mean that things are going to be easy. As Jesus says right here, here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows. It's not always going to be fun, friends. But what does Jesus leave us with? But take heart because I have over come this world. So no matter what you're dealing with today, 
you can have hope. You can be encouraged with the fact that Jesus has overcome this world. And if you give your life to Christ, he will give you peace in return. Doesn't mean things are going to be easy. He just talked about how we're all going to still have trials and sorrows, but we'll have peace of heart and mind, knowing that this is only temporary and that Jesus has overcome this world already. We know how the book ends. We've read the entire book. The devil probably knows how it's end, but he's too stubborn to accept that he loses in the end because Jesus has overcome this world. Amen? So if you're facing trials today, if you need some hope and encouragement, think about what Jesus gives you with that peace. That's what you need to take with you today. All right? If you want more Bible verses on hope and encouragement, they're listed on the website on livingchristian.org. Go to the Bible verse list area, and there's uh, there's a whole list of Bible verses for hope and encouragement. So as I do these uh, you know, podcasts around various verses, I'm going to make sure they're all on the website. So uh, if, you're, if you're looking for more Bible verses on hope and encouragement, check out livingchristian.org. Uh, along the top, go to the Bible verse list, and you'll see Bible, verse, uh, Bible verses for hope and encouragement, and you can uh, read a bunch more there. So that was just a handful today. So hopefully you guys like that. Let me know in the comments, or let me know uh, whether it's in the comments of the live or on YouTube or on the podcast, <clears throat> or shoot me a direct message, and let me know whether you like this style of podcast more or better or different. Uh, than the uh, normal podcast episode where I read an entire chapter of the Bible. I'm probably going to weave a few of these in. I still like to read an entire chapter of the Bible for context. And I think that's beneficial for all you guys as well. Uh, but for right now, for today, I wanted to bounce around a little bit. I needed some hope and encouragement myself. I thought maybe you guys did too. So let me know if you like that. Uh, thank you. I see in the comments that uh, people are enjoying that. What's the website again? The website is livingchristian.org. Or if you're uh, live on Instagram, just go to my profile, and there's a link there uh, that takes you to the website. So livingchristian.org is the um, is the website. All right, uh, if you're live with us on Instagram, make sure you ask a couple questions. I'm going to answer about two or three of those right now, and then we'll go about our Monday. we got to get going on this week. i got lots of stuff to do. Hopefully you guys do too. Uh, all right, let's uh, see what questions we have. Um, <clears throat> let's, uh, we got a bunch already, so let's uh, read through a few, okay? Uh, I'm going to hit the tough one first. Is using cannabis a sin? People always ask that. It's crazy. Um, and um, people want to ask about what is a sin. It's all clear right here in the Bible. Okay? And this is what I believe. I get my words from the Bible. This is not my words. This is my, my decision. Is cannabis a sin? I don't think cannabis itself is a sin. It's a natural plant. Do I use it? Absolutely not. Have I ever tried it? No. Okay? It kind of goes back with People asking about alcohol as well. Is alcohol a sin? They drink wine in the Bible. But what does it say about alcohol in the Bible? It says being a drunkard is a sin. Okay? So if you can drink one glass of wine and not be drunk, then I don't think that's a sin. Your sound mind. I don't know about cannabis, guys. I would love to answer that question truthfully, or I am answering truth. I love to answer it. It's not in the Bible. But I don't know. Can can you have a little bit of cannabis and not be you know altered in your mind? Probably not. So that's how I look at it. So anything that kind of takes you out of being sound-minded is sinful. That's what it is in the Bible. Being drunk is sinful, altering your mind. Drugs are sinful because they alter your mind. 
So I, I would say, I think cannabis itself, the plant itself is of course not sinful. If you take it and to get altered in your mind and not be sober minded, then yeah, that's a sin. Sorry, we have to be sober minded. That's what the Bible says. Okay. Regardless of what thing you take or drink, you got to be sober minded. Okay. Let's take a couple more questions. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. Uh, why do we pray in the name of Jesus? That's a good one. That's a good question. Let me have a sip of coffee. I'll answer that. We pray in the name of Jesus because we are saved through Jesus. Period. Period. You can pray to God all you want, which I use air quotes on God because God is the Trinity, is the full Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So when I reference God, I am referencing the Trinity of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Right? So when I pray and I end it with, in Jesus' name I pray, I'm praying it because I'm praying my prayer because Jesus is the way, is the bridge between me and heaven. Jesus is the way and the bridge between me and the Father. No one gets to the Father but through me, Jesus said. So if I'm trying to pray to the, whether it's to the whole Trinity or I'm praying just to the Father, or I'm praying to God, I can only do that through Christ. Jesus is my bridge. So that's why we say in uh, Jesus' name we pray. All right? So Jesus is God. He is a third of that Trinity. He is with the Father at the beginning of the Bible. It references us. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Read Genesis, and you'll read through that and go, oh, why does it say us? Made in our image. How is, God, how is man made in our image? Our, plural, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the Trinity. He was there from the beginning. That's why we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, one more. Let's see what other question we have. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. How do we not get scared and anxious about God's plan when his plan sometimes includes loss and terrible trials? That's a good question. Uh, I'll tell you, because of what we just read uh, with those Bible verses of hope and encouragement, uh, uh, it's not... God's plan isn't always trials. If you read what Jesus said at the end, what he said was, there will be trials and sorrows, but have no fear. I have already defeated this world. Okay? God's not giving you trials and sorrows. The world does that. The fallen world does that. The devil does that. And God knows it's going to happen. Jesus says it right there that that's going to happen. But we find encouragement and hope and comfort, and strength, and protection from God. So how do we trust God, knowing what's coming up? I know there's going to be trials. It says it right there. So I'm anticipating that this world is not very fun most of the time. That I'm going to be dealing with harsh realities of a fallen world. I know that's coming. Now God's plan for me is showing me how to get through those things. God's plan for me is to persevere through those trials and sorrows. And he t tells us that all through this Bible of how to do those things. So I know that the road is bumpy ahead. Think about this weird analogy that just I'm just going to talk as it comes to me. Think about it. If you're going out hiking, right? You're not hiking on a paved road. You're hiking through the, you know, through the trail. <clears throat> you're going to have to jump over creeks. You're going to have to go through rocks. It's going to be up and down. There's gonna, it's a dirt 
gravelly road with trees and poison ivy and all sorts of stuff. Okay, that's the journey that we're on through this life. But Jesus is our tour guide through that. He will make sure that we don't get lost. We go off the trail, he puts us back on the trail. It doesn't mean that we're walking on a nice, smooth, paved surface. We're hiking through the woods. And there's going to be snakes. There's going to be poison ivy. There's going to have to be creeks and rivers and, and loose rocks. We know that that's what we're encountering. We know that that's the journey ahead for us. But we have our guide and we have our protector with us to help us go through that trail and get to where we're trying to go. You know what? I wish that the, the road to heaven was just nice paved and I could just walk straight, not up and down. It's just nice and easy, but it's not that way. We live in the fallen world. We live in, the, in a place where sin has taken over so much and it makes it so hard. But that's the road we live on and we find comfort and hope and encouragement through our Bible and through prayer and through knowing that God will protect us. All right. All right. Let's say, uh, take a quick prayer and then uh, we'll get on out of here for our week. Have a sip of coffee first. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you today for the Bible verses for hope and encouragement. We need that so much, Lord. There's so many people watching this or listening to this right now that are feeling discouraged, feeling that they look out and they don't see any hope, Lord. We have wars going on. We have famine going on. We have just hatred and people hurting each other. And everywhere, all over our TV and, our, and the internet, social media and the news, all they want to do is glorify those things. What we need to do, what we want to do is glorify you, Lord. We're fighting this world. We're not going to glorify Sam. We're going to glorify you. Why? Because you just told us in the verses that we read, Lord, that you have already overcome this world. We know that if we work and persevere through these trials and tribulations, these sorrows, this rough road to you, that you're going to help us get there. If we have faith that you know the way, and you do, you are the way, you are the truth, you are the life. And we know that. So please, be with the people watching or listening to this. If they're having a lack of faith or a lack of hope, give them these Bible verses to help encourage them and get them through their day. Wrap your arms around them, Lord, and protect them from the trials and sorrows that are in their life because we all need that comfort, Lord. We love you and we trust you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. Y'all have a uh, wonderful week. Uh, thank you for joining me on another episode of Bible Reading Coffee Drinking. We'll do this again on Friday. Till next time, keep Jesus on your heart and forever on your mind. God bless you guys.